All right, man, I'm excited. You what? know why? Why? Why are you excited? We're part of the den. Ooh, we're here having some whiskey in the den. Hanging out in the den. It's like the man den. Yeah. What's the den? Den is the Deluxe Edition Network, an awesome network of podcasts that you could check out at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Check out all the podcasts there. Lots of good stuff, including now fresh and new Bacon is My Podcast. What's your bacon? Hey, bud. What's up? Guess what time it is? Fall. Yes. You know what that means. That means that the, the trees are shedding their leaves. Indeed, indeed. You know what does not shed leaves automatically? Chesticles, testicles, and cheeks. Right. So it is time for some fresh ball fall action. Yeah. My friends. Manscaped, the Lawnmower 4.0, featuring their patented skin safe technology. Mm hmm. Guys, if, you, if you're not using Manscaped yet, what are you waiting for? Come on. And what do your balls look like? Ooh. <laughs> right? It's got an LED light, so mm -hmm. if you're worried about nicking something or not being able to see, you don't have to worry. The lawnmower has it. Shave in the dark. Exactly. You, it's waterproof. It go is waterproof. Into, go into the shower. If you don't want to make a mess outside the shower, go in the shower. Shave do in a there. dark shower. <laughs> yeah, you can do that with Manscaped. Uh, if you go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD, it'll give you 20% off and free shipping. Free shipping. And it's not even just for the lawnmower. No, it's for everything. You can get the crop mops, shampoo, they have body soap, they have lotions, all kinds of things. Check it out, manscaped.com. If you can't remember the promo code, just jump over to baconismypodcast.com and check out our sponsors page. Always remember to clean your testicles, your chesticles. And your cheeks with Manscaped. Yeah, man. What's your bacon? Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon! Bacon is my Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! All right. Welcome, everybody, to Bacon is my podcast, where today... We have singer-songwriter from Toronto, Canada, Toronto, Ontario, because mm. we're 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 down with the Canadians. They they like the Toronto, Ontario. They appreciate that. And you pronounced like it properly, which I'm very surprised. Because holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Write that down. <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> write that down. Keep, keep, just go, yeah, keep yeah. going. I don't want. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Lolo to the show. What's going on? Not much, you know, we're chilling. I'm just like still in shock that you pronounced Toronto, right? How did that happen? I, uh, we've spoken to a lot of people from Toronto. So okay. it is, it is a thing. It's a thing here. For him to mispronounce a Everything. great, a great many things. Wow. Uh, names, cities, towns, every, like, and it's just, it, it's names become like a funny, people. yeah, <laughs> it's become like just this kind of funny thing. There's a, um, there's a there's a video of him mispronouncing. Oh, I need like, to check that there's, out. There's a clip show. Yeah, of it. In fact, yeah, I feel so um, bad for Kaylee. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so do I. Um, she went with it. Yeah. So this is the first time I think we need a clip of that. That's gonna just, be just because like you said it correctly to you. When was the last time anyone <laughs> ever said that to you? Oh, uh, never. Never. <laughs> never. Damn. Yeah. Good job, bud. Wow. Thanks. 
proud of you. Thanks. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is like a yeah. new day for me. It's it is. a good omen. Yeah. It's the dawn of a new day. Yeah. Well, oh, that or everybody gets one. And that's my one. It could be that too. Yeah, it could be that too. So Lolo, you're you're gearing up for uh for this awesome fall tour that you got coming going around the US. And then after that, you're going to Europe, which is yeah. pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Earlier this year, you had a little bit of a an accident with uh, with some ice, and you hurt your jaw. Oh. Um, so quickly, I want to know how all these like marathon uh, rehearsals are going, and have you gotten clearance to eat yet? And what was that first thing you ate? Yes. So um, the marathon rehearsals are going very well. Um, it's kind of like interesting because for the U.S. run, I have thirty minutes, and for the Europe one, I have forty minutes. So kind of like getting all the set lists together and figuring out like what I cut. Cause it's so hard to like cut songs because I yes. love all of my songs equally. Like, so it's been really tough deciding, but it's been good. I'm really excited. It's going to be like awesome. Um, yeah. So I got clearance to eat. Um, literally, I think it was like three months later. So it was like a really long three months. Um, the first thing I ate was a Big Mac and it was <laughs> fucking glorious. Let me tell you. Um, yeah, it was actually in London at the Heavy Music Awards right after. Um, okay. That was my first, like, real thing that I ate. Yeah. That's awesome. And it felt, it felt amazing. Yeah. Basically, like, I was eating a little bit coming up to that. Like, you know, like, I would swallow rice and, like, eat soup. And so it wasn't just pure liquid. Like, you know, I could have, like, curry, for instance, but not with, like, I, I really couldn't chew. Right. So, yeah, once I got cleared, the Big Mac was the first thing I was eating. Yeah that that's one thing i will say i i i've had mcdonald's in other countries mm-hmm. before um so good so canada good. way better than than the US. oh my god it's like night and day like after I I, when i moved I to la yeah when i moved to la it was like the first time i ordered mcdonald's i was like the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like it's not it's just like not made with love like you know like you can just it's like messier and like the the the, I don't know. Like the bun is like more stale. Like it's just not. Yeah, good. it's made with regret and some. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> regret and salt. Uh, mm-hmm. But but as as crappy as like U.S. or stateside McDonald's is, never get it in Mexico. Oh, oh. no, no, never get it on Mexico. Never eat it the day that you're traveling and going mm. through customs. Oh. Uh, I'm uh, especially here. yeah especially terrible. if you get stuck in miami airport overnight mm. that's the worst that sounds like the worst yeah not that i good. would know yeah, I, oh, yeah no. no i would no, I would. no of course that was not. that was awful but okay wow. so you so you were in mexico and you were like you know what i want mcdonald's you weren't like taqueria it it was like it was just the area the convenience what we were doing prior and stuff like that it right, was like okay. we had to it was the last day gotcha um spur of the moment thing but had to get sustenance fair enough sometimes it happens fair enough yeah but i drank a coffee at mcdonald's in china i didn't wow. eat anything there though but they had great coffee oh <laughs> it was actually that's really nothing good. that's you wouldn't say that here stateside no you would not but it was it was very good mm. And the McDonald's coffee in Toronto is good too. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like people love it. Apparently, do you guys know what Tim Hortons is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure. Um, apparently, so Tim Hortons actually, I'm like, there's this thing, or maybe it's a rumor, but I think it actually is true. 
that like whatever the beans that Tim Hortons used, McDonald's in Canada bought that. So now like McDonald's coffee really is the Tim Hortons coffee. And now Tim Hortons coffee got like less good. But everyone loves hmm. McDonald's coffee. Yeah. That's interesting. I think that's nice. the thing. Yeah. Well, he was saying you were telling telling me about the the uh, Coke. Yeah, Coke at McDonald's. Like if you get a, a McDonald's has a deal with Coca-Cola to where like Coca-Cola is delivered there in like these steel drums that are kept at a specific temperature and then there's like a a, a ratio of water to syrup that has to be perfect and like a certain amount of ice then that's why like coca-cola like if you go get a coke at mcdonald's it's better than any other coke i heard that actually else. that's this is not the first time i'm hearing this so i think it's true <laughs> yeah yeah I heard, I heard that on some podcast i can't remember who who it was um it might have been like the uh jay and silent bob oh okay thing um, but yeah, 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 he was, they were talking about it and it was, I was like, oh man, that's, and I started looking it up and I was like, they, they deliver them in like big steel cold drums. I'm like, oh, made me want to go to McDonald's. Yeah, there you go. You know, subliminal marketing. Nothing makes it. you want to go to McDonald's other than like things like that <laughs> or like watching supersize me. That made me want to go to McDonald's too. Oh my God. Honestly, same. Right. Yeah. Like, I saw it and it was like, am I, sp I don't think I'm supposed to be like, craving the fuck out of mcdonald's right now but i'm i don't crave mcdonald's that often no no my kids but my when you kids, do you gotta have it my kids always do but then all of a sudden my 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 son gavin he's a turncoat he's a burger king guy all of a sudden wow burger king yeah yeah he's, he's like dad Whoa. the quality of burger is just better i'm like the quality of the burger is the same it doesn't matter. It's got lines on it. It's made with the same sadness. They draw those. <laughs> they draw those lines. <laughs> the same sadness. Dead. But um, uh, I wanted to ask, how did bike riding go? Um, you know what? It actually went a lot better than I thought. Um, at first, it was like really bad. But then I got I really got the hang of it. And it, I ended up like being able to do a full take like biking while like the director was like, at the back of a pickup truck and like i was biking to the camera nice. and i didn't fall i did not fall once so for for listeners right now um <laughs> she learned how to ride a bike for a video <laughs> i just like have never like my parents took off the training wheels too early okay and it's just i've never been able to like stay up on the bike so you fell yeah. and you were like big wheels for life yeah i was just i yeah which I was like, I'm awesome. not doing yeah. this. Yeah. Wow. So that's, that was, uh, and, and, and so then the first time you do it, you're doing it behind a moving car. <laughs> yes. I mean, like I've tried, I've tried biking before and yeah. I just like always fall, but this time I actually didn't fall. Nice. So yeah. So that's, that's a positive. Like I still wouldn't, I would not bike like down like a regular street with like cars and stuff. Cause like, mm -hmm. I don't think I could. Like I was biking on a very wide suburban road, you know, like with no cars coming. So it was like, felt a lot better. I, I wouldn't be confident enough to bike like a normal person. This could be a new start. This could, I mean, maybe, you maybe. never know. You never, you'll yeah. be, you'll be riding a Harley soon. Uh, yeah. Harley, <laughs> oh you don't have to pedal those, right? That's there you true. Go. You just got to keep it There you go. I, I never, they stay up until you stop. <laughs> that's that's when they want to fall down. Just when you stop, then it's like, uh, 
Oh god. That's when they get heavy. Um, actually, the, so the first time we we heard of you was actually we covered so what in the yeah. press box, and oh, um, this past one, not this past one, the one two before. Years ago. Okay, good, good. Uh, two years good. ago, yeah, I heard last year. I heard this year. Not when hot. Dallas did Debbie, but when Debbie did Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah. When Debbie did Dallas, it was great, but unfortunately, Dallas really did Debbie bad. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the uh, yeah, that that we were up in the press booth and we got to see you at uh, what was the night? Like we went to go pick up our passes and everything, right? At, oh, uh, emo night, emo night, emo night, emo night. Yeah, and you did you did a little bit of teenage dirtbag. I did do a little bit of Teenage Dirtbag. Which was, which was a lot of fun because I was like, wait, I didn't think I would hear this song here. It was great. It's a good, what, yeah, like, was, did you get like uh, a bunch of choices of songs that you could go up there and do? Or did, yeah, did you just so kind of like, like, yeah, they were like, pick like, I actually didn't know what it was. Like, I didn't, I, I'd been to Emo Night, but I didn't know what, like, I the ones in LA, like, I don't know. It was, I've never seen someone like, maybe I was just drunk always. Like I never saw someone go on stage and like talk to the crowd. So I'm like, I don't get what they want me to do. Like, am I performing like with a band? And they were like, no, just you, you're DJing. I was like, what does that mean? Like, am I going to like go behind the booth and go? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I picked like some songs and they were like, you sing them with the song, but like, now I know that I don't didn't even really need to sing it. Like a lot of people just kind of like hold up the mic and have the audience do it. But right. yeah, so Teenage Dirtbag is a song that was up until recently always in my set. So I thought that would be a good one. Oh, wow. Okay. That was always in your set. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that was like, since I started touring, that's like been in my set. I literally just retired the song because I was like, I need to do a new cover now. It's like just a little bit overdone. I feel like every city ever has seen me do this already. But it was like such a fun thing because like my guitar player would put on a wig and he would be Noel and like we would basically do like like I got like when we were opening for Newfound Glory that's when we started it so he would sing like I got two tickets to Newfound Glory baby and he'd be like come with me Tuesday or whatever whatever yeah. day it was and I'd be mm -hmm. like oh my god that's today and it would be just like it was like this fun thing um, so R.I.P. to Noel that was a good bit but we have to move <laughs> on now yeah. Nice. You actually uh, covered. I did teenage dirtbag. I did. Anybody who's curious, go to Strangerhood TV. Yeah, where you're watching this, hopefully. Yep. Uh, but Sick. yeah, I did, I'll I check did, it out. My girlfriend sang on it with you. That's right. Wow. That's right. I, I have a little thing called "Will It Sound Good Heavy," where I take normal songs and. Oh, I love that. Heavy them up. Yeah. I love that. I have, and I have one called "Will It Sound Good Acoustic," where I take songs and just do them on acoustic. Oh, I love that. All right, quick timeout. I want to let everybody know that despite the summer being gone right. and heading into the fall, does not mean that grilling season is over. No, if you have a grill, it is always grilling season. I feel like it's just getting started. And if you're grilling, if you're cooking, if you're doing any of that, make sure you do that with GrillYourAssOff.com. Taste the freedom! Exactly. Grill Your Ass Off is an awesome, awesome company. It is made in Texas. It is veteran-owned, and they were Small Business of the Year. Yeah, Veteran Small Business of the Year uh, 2023, which is awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. They also just partnered with Sailor Jerry. Now, rum may be my personal uh, avoid-at-all-costs booze, but right. some people really love it. And I guess I guess I, I have to admit, even at its worst, it's delicious. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
And there's a new Sailor Jerry Ironsides barbecue sauce that you can check out, too. And anything that you decide to get at GreaterRouseHop.com. You want a deal? You want a special? You want some money off? Use promo code. Bacon. Because everything's better with bacon. Yeah. Right? Hell yeah. Come on. 10% off. Get it on all of their jerkies, all of their seasonings, all of their condiments, even their swag. Their swag is pretty sweet. Yeah, spread so. some spread some seasoning on those swags. So definitely head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code BACON for 10% off. And always remember to ask yourself one super important question. What's your bacon? I'm Chris. And I'm Mel. And together we host the podcast Spoil, Spoil My, My Movie. Movie. We were watching movies anyway. And we were having in-depth conversations about those movies, too. So, we decided to share our thoughts with the world. You can expect me to gripe about inaccurate details like supposedly cold weather, but you can't see anyone's breath. And you can expect me to be totally adorable, but also psychologically deep. And by the end of each episode, we'll provide our respective ratings. Using a rating scale custom tailored to the movie in question. Check us out. Wherever you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. We're actually behind you right now. So we do a lot of that. Speaking of that, I watched a um, live from the bandstand in London that you did. Where ah. you did an acoustic thing. Literally just like sitting on this little platform with, with mm-hmm. a bunch of people around you. Um, and it was just you and a guitar player and you guys were doing like that, the, the very like singer songwriter kind of like chill storyteller session type vibe thing. So, um, I wanted to ask like two things from that one. I know that there was like a couple songs that you were like, oh, we've never done this one acoustic or one song that you were like, oh, we've never done this acoustic. Um, do you, in your writing process, how often are your songs started like very basic, like acoustic singer songwriter and then grow into something else? And how often do they start like, like putting it together with everything, and then you have to make them acoustic? So I would say ninety nine point nine 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 percent of my songs all start acoustic. Just me okay. on my on this very bed, uh, or in LA, I guess since I moved recently. But um, with a guitar, always starts like that. Um, I think the only time it ever didn't start like that was Debbie Downer. Okay. Um, that started just like right away guns blazing in a songwriting session but normally what would happen was i would start and like play it on guitar in my room and then bring it into the studio and then we kind of like build it up and stuff nice do you go in with like um because i know my like my method is similar like i anytime i write i write on acoustic first because i always i always just had this mindset of like if it sounds good this way it will whatever, always sound good. I agree with you. Yeah. Right. It's it's like the pizza order thing. It's like, you know, yeah. if, if my basic cheese pizza is great, then any toppings are just going to add to it. Um, so do you kind of go in with a fully formed song beginning to end? Or do you ever go in with like, I got this chorus and I have this kind of melody idea. Here's what this is. Where can we go? Like what, what kind of... Yeah, I mean, it honestly, it really depends. Like I've gone in with full songs before. Um, I've gone in with just like a title. I'm like, I want to write a song right. called like blank. Um, usually I have like at least half a chorus, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes I just have lyrics. I'm like a lyric first person. Really? A lot of okay. people are melody first. Yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. lyric first. Like I'll, I'll like write it out first as like a poem and then put a melody to it on my do guitar. You, do you have a melody in your head when you're writing the lyrics or is it just no. like one is, so you're, you're like, 
Wow. Poetry down. And then you're just kind of like, you can do. Yeah. I mean, it sometimes it happens like at the same time. I'm like, yeah. you know, like when I wrote hot girls in hell, for instance, I, I was like, I kind of just spitballed it. Like I just basically like sung out the first verse at the same time. And I was just like playing and I was like recording myself. And then I was like, Oh, I actually like that whole thing. Maybe I'll just keep that. I think there was a couple words that I changed, but it was kind of basically just improv, yeah. which, yeah. But so I guess it, it's always different, but most of the time I do start with lyric first. Yeah. And then I put, um, then I bring my guitar on and I try to put melody to it. Oh, that's cool. It's, I th- it's so funny. Cause like for me, I, I, I've, I've found like old books of like lyrics and just lyrics and lyrics and lyrics. I, I never use them. Like, I don't know why. Like, I think, I think I just have this thing where I have a chorus and I feel like I have to fill in the blanks that way. Right. Like right. I have a chorus melody in my head. Okay. Fill in the blanks that way. What did this song, this word sound like? Okay. You had this word in this, you know, phonetic, uh, way and stuff like yeah. that. I feel like I just abandoned all of my <laughs> written out lyrics. I'll go back to them later. Cause what I'll do, like, I've never been successful at like writing out lyrics without some kind of melody in my head. I think that's awesome. I wish, I wish I could. Yeah. Uh, anything I write that doesn't have a melody, just it, like, I go back to it later. And I'm like, this is the most dick lyrics. This is awful. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I definitely have gone back and looked at old songs that I never quite finished that I did have a bunch of lyrics to and can't remember at all what the melody was. I can't remember at all what the chord progression was. And then I've used them for other things. Okay. Like, so that's kind of, I need a yeah. line. Here's a line. Let me take it. Yeah. So yeah. I've, I've definitely done that, but, uh, yeah. but that's awesome that, that, that you're able to do both of those things. That's really cool. cool. Yeah. I, yeah. That's awesome. I, 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 like I said, anytime I just write stuff down, it just sits in a book. Yeah. I, I'll go you back. Gotta open that book. Yeah. You gotta open that book. I know. Book I just, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's hard to like read something and then all of a sudden pop a melody into it or take, take words and just have a melody with it mm-hmm. as opposed to having a melody first and then try and make the words fit. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I've just been working that way too long. I gotta, I gotta break that. I gotta break that cycle. You did, yeah, man. I, Take uh, the power back. <laughs> um, so you you play you play a lot of Fenders. You're you're I do. most most I'm a Fender girly. Kelly. Uh, yeah. What what drew you to uh, to Fenders? Um, I think I just saw Billy Joe Armstrong playing it. I know he plays Gibson also, but <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that early Green Day stuff. He had that yeah. that custom. You see it, you go. That looks cool. Yeah. I'm on one of those. That's yeah. lit- like that. That's it. There's like nothing you, else to it. <laughs> I think if you play Fender first, it's hard to go to a Gibson because it's well. So also, heavy. Fender's light. Exactly. I was just yeah. saying, Fender's lighter, and like being a weak, a weak young girl like myself, I'm just like I, I, the lighter the guitar, the better for me. I, yeah, I think like if you play Les Pauls first, you can pick up another guitar and play it and kind of make it a main and go back and forth and stuff. But if you play Fenders first, every time you pick up a Les Paul, you're like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what is going on here? Why? Well, that's, that's why you hated the PRS. Why would you do this? But then when I gave you the, the bolt on neck, you were like, Oh, okay. This, this has some girth to it. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm like a heavy guitar person. So I'm like, if I don't have to fight it, it's not worth it. Like, <laughs> I need my yeah. music to fight me. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I feel that. 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, I can't. I don't want to do that. But Fender's yeah. like it's it's light, but it doesn't look like a metal guitar. Like it doesn't look like an yeah, it looks, yeah, it looks. I don't know. I just always thought it looked cool. Like so, like I had a strap before. I had a telly. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I recently just started playing. It was like a black telly, and I just I don't know. I thought it looked cool. <laughs> I love I love tellies. tellies yeah, awesome. me too. Yeah, I I don't actually have one. I have all strats. I have a whole bunch of strats. I yeah. have Jaguar. Yeah, Jaguar. I don't know. Cool. I don't know why I don't have a strat. Uh, a telly. Yeah. Just that that Michael Kelly one that we got, but it's not really mine. So. True. <laughs> <laughs> um. So back to the songwriting thing. Um. I wanted to. I just wanted to 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 reach out mm-hmm. to 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 give you some support, as as a person. Uh, that has myself ran an entire record about one person. <laughs> I noticed in that uh, that live thing that you were talking about how so many of these songs are about the same person. And you know what? I'm saying that's good. That's good. Fuck that because that's therapy. <laughs> that's it, how you get it, it. it is. Yeah, that's how you get over it. Right. That is exactly how you get over it. Um, yeah. So my my question with that because because i like i wrote a whole record about one person and then i wrote a whole record about another person and then i wrote Mm -hmm. i've written a bunch of songs about dealing with the same few people you know like those things just happen as someone else that writes from kind of like that personal experience that whether it's heartache or whether it's annoyance or whether it's love or whether whatever it is um once once you get yourself out of the situation, have you um, ever felt like uh, like you didn't want to sing any of those songs anymore? Like you were like you were like, oh, I don't ever want to sing this because it it one maybe it's one that glorifies this person or or it puts me in a bad headspace or something like that. So that's one. And then two, have you ever like worried that like oh shit, what am I going to write about now? Um, okay, so for one. I think it's funny because like I've had the moment when I'm writing the song being like, you know, I'm writing this right now. I'm feeling this right now, but like one day I'm not going to feel this anymore. Like I'm not going to feel this about this person. Like I just can't, it can't go on like this. Mm -hmm. Um, But then recently um, I played a show in Toronto and I was singing the song die without you, which is like about this toxic thing or whatever that I wrote about this guy. And when I was singing it now, I, I was thinking about a different guy that I'm now writing all these other songs about. And I was like, wow, it's crazy like that I just somehow still keep finding people <laughs> to sing these songs about. Even There's no like, shortage of douchebags. Yeah, so the thing is, yeah, yeah there really, really isn't. So that's, so I was like kind of laughing to myself because I'm like, wow, I really feel this right now, but about someone new. So I kind of like, even when I write a song about one person, I feel like, whatever the lyrics are i'm like picturing whatever situation i'm in if it's bad mm-hmm. <laughs> of course um so but i have had like i had this one song called delicate things i teased it and some of my fans really wanted me to put it out and it was about this guy that like i thought he was like so fucking cool and like cute and then he just turned into like i just got such ick from him like he turned into like he was just totally not who i thought it was and it's about him and I just like this usually doesn't happen to me. It usually takes years for me to get over someone, but I just was like, Ugh! like I just like totally was like, wait, how did I ever like you? And in the song, I'm like talking about like 
how I like, oh my God, like I love him and whatever. And I'm like, this isn't, I can't sing the song. Like I can't put the song out. I can't even think about it. So yes, it's sometimes it ruins songs. So like that song will never see the light of day. I'm sorry for everyone watching this that wants it to come out. (laughs) Um, But it probably won't because I'm like really turned off by it. And now I forgot the second question. What was it again? (laughs) The other one was, uh, do you ever, have you ever been through a period where you felt like you didn't know what you were going to write about? Yes. Yes. And somehow God always sends me a new problem. (laughs) Like literally, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy. Like what's going on? And then, yeah. And then, and then, and then all of a sudden I have so, whenever I have writer's block, all of a sudden I get into this terrible thing. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then I'm like, okay, this is, this is the, this is why this is happening. It's so that I can write songs about it. It's, I totally used like, but, but then I maybe to, I go after it because I'm I was gonna have say, writer's block. Uh, so I, I used know. to tank my life. I literally over and yeah, over again. Once I started feeling like I, like if I started feeling too happy or I didn't have anything to write about, it was like I was so uber focused on like wanting to be a good songwriter and be a good artist and everything that I was like, I have to suffer, you know, <laughs> like some douche, and. And so I would literally like, I would ruin relationships, get fired from jobs, destroy oh. every, you know, and it was like, I just over and over again, I just like set fire to my existence and like had to rebuild. And, uh, and yeah, I got, I got decent songs out of it. Good songs. Records out of it. Ruined my life, a great time. Ruined my life, you know. <laughs> but then like you, you hit that point where you're like, I don't want to ruin my life anymore. I'm kind of good. I like every. I like where everything is. So you have to find yeah. other things. Then it's like not writing about relationships and stuff. Then it's like, right. oh, this person said a shitty thing. I'm just gonna magnify that a thousand times in my yeah. head. Well, I feel. I feel yeah. like that's that's really important to to do because you know, like, I I I've hit a a point in my life where it's not necessarily a relationship, but you know, like a a boyfriend girlfriend relationship, right? But all relationships are relationships. Like, yeah. And they all regardless, suck. Right, right. Yeah. So regardless of if it's a friend, if it's a boss, if it's a, uh, you know, whatever. You know, like my, my drummer has said to me before, he was like, dude, you wrote this song about me and my my situation. And I was like, no. No, this was this was about like, my boss. Thank you. <laughs> no, this dude, was about my boss. That's amazing. Well, I got I to gotta keep him humble. Right, right. Keep yeah. Him humble. Yeah. Do you remember the first time that a fan came to you? And I asked this of, of anybody that, that writes that I can tell totally writes from like the heart and, and personal stuff. Um, do you remember the first time that a fan uh, came to you and made you realize that your music made them feel the way that music has made you feel? Yeah, like I think on my first tour ever with Newfound Glory, I had people come up being like, thank you so much for writing about this. Like you totally, actually, you know what? That was the first time like that someone came up to me, but I've been getting like DMs. Like I've gotten some crazy DMs from people being like, you'll probably never see this, but like, I almost like killed myself and like your music, like helped me. And I'm like, what the fuck? This isn't, this is crazy. Like that. I'm like, that I can make an effect like on something so huge like that. Like, and it kind of like trips you out and makes you like it's 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 just crazy it like you're kind of like in shock and like you're like you don't know how to feel um when when people say things like that cuz it's like wow like it's just it's weird to think that i as a human like have an impact on people the way that like 
my idols like have impacted me yeah. because it's just like kind of like imposter syndrome. I'm like, I can't be that. Like what? 100%, that doesn't yeah. make any sense in my brain. Um, because it's like, yeah, it's just weird. It's so like, I literally am in shock. Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just floored by like the fact that I have fans every time I play and like seeing people like sing the lyrics or come meet me after and like, tell me things like that. Or like, tell me like your song helped me through my breakup or like anything like that. Cause I'm like, what? <laughs> like, me <laughs> so it's it's yeah it's crazy um but i would say like my first memory of really being like oh wow was like newfound glory because um most people didn't know who the fuck i was like i used to go on stage every night i would sing the first song and then i would say make some noise if you don't know who the fuck i am and the whole crowd would go yeah. like and that would get the biggest applause um but then it was like this funny icebreaker that i had with the fans kind of like not taking myself too seriously being like i know i'm this like random rock chick but like let's get to know each other um but then there always were like you know a few people at the front and then i, I saw that like getting bigger too and it was just it was really cool so that was like the first time i was like and especially because it was the u.s and i'm just like this girl from toronto canada and i'm like wow like that's crazy and then when i went to europe like a year ago and then i really saw like I guess like I have more fans in Europe. Um, right. And that was like, what? Like these people don't speak a hundred percent English, but they like know my song and they know every single lyric. Like that is crazy to me. That's awesome. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It was a, it was a really, really cool moment. I'm still like, I'm, I'm, I think I just have really bad imposter syndrome. Cause I'm always like, what? I'm just yeah, confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I get you. It's like, shut up. Right. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, right. Quit fucking with me. <laughs> you lie. You a lie. Yeah. Time out. Yeah. Have you guys checked out BaconIsMyPodcast.com yet? It's like the portal to everything Bacon Is My Podcast. It's got episodes. Mm -hmm. It's got music. Yeah. It's got swag. Yeah. And it has a portal to all of our sponsors, our awesome sponsors like GrillYourAssOff.com, DrinkWildBills, Manscaped, and... uh of course, mythical beards. Mythical beards, yeah. So check it out. I mean, you can just from one page find so many things. Yes. Right? Check out our swag. Check yeah. out their swag. Get those discount codes and just, you know, help out the show. Exactly. And always remember to ask yourself one super important question. Mm, what's your bacon? Yep. Hello, we are a podcasting couple. I'm Brad. And I'm Denise. And if you're into true crime, paranormal activities, aliens disappearances or anything that's weird or unexplained then let us assure you you don't have to look any further we have all that plus much more we release an episode every tuesday morning for your listening pleasure so join us at world's true crime podcast and download our episodes on all your major streaming platforms and remember the world is not always as it seems no it's not um does that do you feel when you're writing, has that added any pressure to you when you're writing? Um, you know, it's funny because it actually is kind of like pressure. It yeah. is, um, which it shouldn't be. And no one means it to be that way. But yeah, I mean, it's not like pressure to when I'm writing. Like, it's not like I'm writing something and I'm like, oh, is someone going to think this of this? But it's right. just like pressure to like uphold a certain thing, I guess, or just like, 
continue to like put out good music. I guess that's yeah. like the most pressure is like to continue to put out things that like, oh, are they gonna like this too? Is this also gonna help them through a breakup? Like, is this right. also gonna help them deal with their anxiety? Like, or am I gonna just like start putting out bad songs one day? Like there's, I remember whenever I write my favorite song ever, <laughs> which is normally the mo normally the most recent one. Right. I'm like, I'm never gonna write a better song than this. Like, how am I ever gonna yeah. top this? How? And then I get like, so I like write an amazing song, and then I immediately have intense anxiety about it, being like, how am I gonna beat this? But I always end up beating it and liking another song usually more. So that that's gives me a awesome. little bit. Because that's, that's really that cool. can be that can actually be rare, surprisingly. Like, yeah. um, I know lots of people that that chase older songs that they've written yeah you know yeah. and and you know i'll i'll say like i like if i were to rate the songs that i wrote i would like in like my top three one of them would definitely be in the past it wouldn't yeah. be the most recent one that i wrote um right. so i think that's pretty cool that you're that you're always kind of looking at it like oh this is the best thing i've ever done and then you're able to up it and go this is the best thing i've ever done because I've definitely been one of those people where it's like I write something I'm like this is good, man. When am I going to get back on the yeah the track of where I was when I wrote this? I was really on all cylinders then, you know, like as a writer, mm -hmm. and I, you know, and then you get wrapped up in your head about it and everything. Yeah. Well, um, I definitely have that imposter syndrome thing yeah, too, yeah. where it's just like someone told me this song means a lot to them and like helped them through a thing. What if this song doesn't? yeah no it is really scary and it's it's silly to even think that because that's not what it's for anyway but yeah. it does make you aware really quick that like okay when i'm writing this it's for me but as soon as i put it out it's for everyone else and it's no longer for me <laughs> you yeah know? and um, it's that's yeah it's so true it's crazy I, i'm just curious because you 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 put out uh you put out an ep and you put out singles and stuff like that um you're not really quiet about it, but you are putting a new record out. Mm -hmm. uh, Maybe, you don't I have don't to. Know. You don't have to divulge too much. <laughs> but be. just check your Twitter. Check your Twitter because yeah. she talks about it all, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. <laughs> how? Just real quick, like from a songwriting perspective, going into a full-length record versus you know even an EP. Um, how how did you approach the songwriting? And and like you said, when you add another song and you're like, okay, this is the next best song. This is great. And then the next best song, you're like, oh, this is the best. I mean, do you, do you worry about how they fit together or are you worried about topping the next song on the album or are you like, how are you going into that? Yeah. Well, the thing about an album is that which which I feel like I've been missing from everything I've been releasing is that there's like album tracks. There's tracks that aren't gonna be the singles, right? And right. like on each of my EPs, I always have like one song at the end that's like the slow song, like more emotional singer songwritery. Um, but now it's kind of like I have room to have like many of those tracks. And like, as we were talking about before, I start all my songs on my bed with my guitar. So I, what I naturally write is like these sad, slow singer songwritery songs. But then I end up like making it more upbeat and stuff because I know when I get on stage, I want to like party. Right. So, um, so, you know, I, so all the, and you know, singles, everyone's like, oh, it needs to be like upbeat and blah, 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 whatever, which I totally love doing upbeat songs and I love performing them. But um, the thing about like, yeah, so now I could do an, 
when I if I do an album, if yeah. um, if if or when hypothetically, um, hypothetically, you know, you can have those like more singer songwritery tracks where it's like you know you can't really compare like like is Basket Case better than Time of Your Life? Like you can't really compare those two songs because like they're completely different vibes. So I could like kind of outdo myself or try to outdo myself in different ways, but it's not like it's directly competing, but it's funny because I actually was just looking at like, and not a real track list to an unimaginary album that I'm not writing. (laughs) But, and I was like, are these songs good? Like, are they, are they better than like the songs on my EP? But like, I, I do think that they definitely leveled up. Um, I do. Um, but yeah, like I'm still questioning it. Like I'm still going through it. I'm like, <laughs> hmm. Um, but yeah, to answer your other question, um, I did think about like, you know, does this fit or whatever? Because normally when I'm putting out EPs, it's after I've just released like five singles and now we're packaging everything together. And yeah. I'm like, hmm, okay, what's the theme here? Like, what can we call this whole thing? Um, but for this, I wrote the first song for it um in 2021 not the f- number one track but i mean it's like the first song yeah. of all of them in right. 2021 and then i started writing more throughout and then like a, a while back i was like okay i want the album to be called this and this is what it's about and so there's been songs that i've written that i really like that just don't fit the theme so they're not going on that and i'll just put them out after but um yeah i definitely it's like definitely like a concept album ish like I want it to stick, stay true to the concept. And if it doesn't, then see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Then you're for the next EP. Yes, exactly. Or singles. Or singles. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, So you, you, uh, you started though, you started out in, um, in acting in theater. Theater. I did. Yeah. What, what made you, um what made you make that transition i i I know that you you've said in past interviews that like you just used to write a lot and just write 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 and you didn't want to share it with the world but you were also an actress and if you're in theater you can't can't really be an introvert i mean you could no yeah i mean well yeah (laughs) but the thing with the thing that i loved about musical theater and this is like why i used to never i would never get nervous because i would go on stage and i wasn't me i was like Jasmine, not that I was never Jasmine. Right, I, wish. Right. I was Annie, you know, I was like, not, I was not Lauren. Like I was someone else and I loved being someone else. And I loved like just putting on, like I loved performing in that way. Like my dream was to be Alpha Bond Wicked. I was like, gonna do that. Like that was, that was like all I wanted. And I, in the meantime, like, yeah, I would write in a diary and stuff to get my thoughts out, but I would like not want anyone to know my thoughts. Obviously, you know, like I think a normal person, <laughs> just doesn't want people knowing their thoughts. Like right. We're probably all a little bit crazy. Um, the be- fact that we, eh, a little bit. Um, but yeah, so when I was at the beginning of high school, I started learning guitar. And um, my guitar teacher was like, you have a good voice, like you should like write songs. And I'm like, no, that will never happen. Like, like, don't please like stop even asking me. And he was like, no, 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 you're writing a song. Like you're going to try to write one or I'm not coming back next week. And I remember being like, oh, I'm going to lose my guitar teacher. And I loved 
playing guitar. Like I loved learning guitar and I was like, I can't, I can't lose him. Like he's not going to come back. Like little did I know he's definitely coming back. My parents are paying him. Like, (laughs) 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 But um, I stressed the fuck out for an hour on my bed. And then I finally like took out the guitar and tried writing a song. And it just came really natural because I was used to writing and I ended up writing like six songs. And I remember like that moment, like I remember sitting on my bed exactly where I was on the bed. And like, I remember being like, I, this is what I want to do. Like, fuck musical theater. Like, I want to be a songwriter. And that was kind of like, that kickstarted it. Do any of those songs exist? No, no. But I remember, I still remember the first song I ever wrote, like very clearly. And I actually, you know what? Some of them do exist record recorded but like really bad recorded like recorded like live off the floor like right i hired like a guitar player and a drummer or whatever and they like played it live in the studio like it wasn't like i got like a i mean there was a guy actually the person that yeah there was like an engineer well actually he ended up the guy that i hired actually ended up being one of my producers but at the time i think he was still like just starting out and so it's not it sounds like absolute dog shit but they do exist some of them well, those the first, first songs song. are supposed to <laughs> yeah actually the very very first song that i ever recorded it was like sent on like a we transfer link or something and i actually went back years later trying to download it but it expired i have to reach out to the guy but yeah so they do exist maybe on some other guy's computer like the very like the, those first six that i like wrote that day um but then like in that era i do have like an ep that never saw the light of day um thank fucking god (laughs) (laughs) well i love i love your 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 um spotify playlist and you and you put the almost complete lolo uh, oh yeah because the ones that don't embarrass me (laughs) yeah except for the cringe ones yeah Yeah. and you you put the little disclaimer in there i think that's hilarious i think it's it's a lesson for every songwriter oh yeah. yeah Yeah. Hey, have you ever wondered how you could actually help the show out? I mean, not not just like listening and giving a five star review or buying a t shirt or working a little with a bit sponsors. of extra zazz. Yeah. Are you one of those people that likes extra stuff? Mm. That likes a little bit more. Can't spell extraordinary without that little extra. Exactly. So if you like that stuff, if you want a little bit of extra bacon, like. Huh tasting shows and cooking shows and yeah. early access to app uh, episodes i mean shoot you can't get any earlier than live that's true every week we do our discussion and drinks live for our patrons over at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast check it out check out the tears see what's right for you help us out we love you thanks for being a part of it remember to ask yourself what's your bacon i remember like um one of like I also I teach guitar and vocals too, and so right. I had a I had a student that one of the right songs, and they came and they were like I wrote a song I wrote a song and I was like cool, and they came in and they showed me and I was like that's great I think it's awesome now go home and write ten more, right and then come back and then throw all those ten out, and then write another ten, <laughs> and then throw all those out, and then write another ten and pick three of those that are probably really good and then go back to your first 10 and probably grab parts to cannibalize yeah. and then yeah you know and it's yeah. like that's like songwriting lessons 101 mm-hmm. is is just write so write a bunch of shitty songs and you know you're a good songwriter when your ratio of 
crap-ass songs to good songs gets slightly smaller. Yes. A hundred percent. At first, it's like every 30 shit songs, I get one good one. And then as you get to be a better songwriter, it's like, oh, now I write 10 shit songs to get a good one. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah, for sure. Do you ever get the, the itch to do anything back in theater? Or are you, you a full convert? No, it's so me and my sister, like on the reg when I'm in Toronto, like we will do like if like once my parents like leave and we have to ask ourselves, the karaoke goes on and we mm. like we we do the theater karaoke and it's I would love to like I would totally love to like still do theater. I think my voice changed. Like I feel like like I like went through puberty and like my voice dropped, I guess. <laughs> like I don't know, maybe I'm a guy. Um but I used to have like I used to sing like a Disney princess, and now I like have a raspy voice. So um, I don't know if I could still do it necessarily. It's but that rock um, and roll got you. Yeah. yeah Goddamn totally. rock and roll. But Brian from the Booze. Somerset. Um, uh-huh. We're actually sharing a tour bus, um, my band and the Somerset, for mm. the Boys Like Girls tour once they hop on it. And he was once um, Roger in Rent, and I was once Mimi. And oh, nice. we've already discussed that we were 100 million percent doing bus karaoke and that the, our other band ma- members are going to want to kill us. But that's okay. No, because we're, um, we're the lead singers. We can do whatever we want. You gotta, lead singer means you're number one. So yeah, that's what that means. So uh, what bands used to do years and years and years ago, and you can find recordings of them doing it, when bands were on tour, uh, at the end of the night, they'd do an all-star thing, and oh, other yeah. members of bands would come out on stage and they would play a big thing, Ooh. right? So, you pick a song from Rent. Mm-hmm. You get the bands to make a kick-ass rock version of it. Rent's a rock musical anyway, so it's not going to be too crazy. And you guys do it live. I think we should totally do that. Like, why not? Because be... yeah, you know who's that done was... that. You know who did that? Fucking nobody. Who? nobody <laughs> i i backed that i was in it uh atlantis whatever the bahamas like resort one mm-hmm. and um i stumbled upon like this event that me and my ex-boyfriend my boyfriend at the time snuck into but it was like this power band like i don't know how this got put together but billy gibbons was singing tommy what? lee was drumming yep <laughs> I forgot who else was in the band, but I just like I think those two were the most famous, and they were just playing like ZZ Top songs. They like played all this shit, yeah, and it was crazy. That sounds crazy. Yeah, well, yeah they do. Uh, uh, Dave Navarro has his thing. I forget what it's called. It's uh, him and uh, Izzy from Guns N' Roses right. and uh, Steve Adler and yeah, all those guys. But then they rotate singers. Yeah, well, I, I just remember, like, there were, like, and like I said, you can find videos of it. You'll see, um, like, say, uh, Aerosmith went on tour and brought some other rock band to open for them. At the end of the night, Aerosmith would bring back some of those dudes and they'd play stuff. A lot of times at club shows, too. Like, the band right. would get together and they'll play, like, they'll they'll end up doing cover stuff you know yes that's yeah. sick that's and, sick uh, i love that it used to happen at at concerts all the time my dad used to tell me about it all the time they were like oh i saw this band play with this band on stage and they were playing zeppelin songs and i was like what how what who does that when does that happen and that's uh so cool. and it, it used to happen all the time now now you're lucky every now and then like someone in the opening band will come out and sing 
with yeah i did that with newfound glory i sung every night um vicious love with them yeah it was it was really sick yeah um what was the first time doing that like like was that like a oh shit yeah well i mean we didn't well we rehearsed it in soundcheck like we just did it once but um yeah no it was like well first of all they had done like i practiced it like like the record but then they play it way faster so i was like oh god oh god oh god but it was was, (laughs) yeah (laughs) i remember shitting myself um but it was it was really great and then by the end it was just like yeah it was so much fun um and then i also have sung i'm just a kid with simple plan which was actually so beyond iconic that's when thick. when when you did that my wife oh saw were it. you there okay my wife saw yeah, it. You we know were what? we like dude our our what was it friday or saturday was just oh dude our saturday fun. was yeah fucking bonkers and we literally did not get out of the press room until just before some 41 played wow. yeah like we were there from like that's 11 a.m all the way into the end and yeah we like if you were in inter- there three interviews booked and we did like 11. yeah <laughs> wow it was was crazy Crazy. we were we were like that table at the back of the room that everybody was kind of like shouting at and trying weird foods at oh i don't remember that i remember the press because it was air conditioned and it was awesome we were the fun v and water we were the fun v and water although i I, so it was like it was hot as fuck it was like it was was may right Mm -hmm. yeah it was may but i heard this year was even hotter I think this year was hotter, honestly. Uh, yeah. Well, do you know why it was hotter? Also, because there was nowhere to go for air conditioning. Like last, like last year, there was like the artist section, whatever. That was all air conditioned. This year, right. nothing, nothing. Oh, really? Not no. one. The only if you had like your own trailer, which you only had like I think right before your set, or maybe the bigger acts had the whole time. But like the trailer had air conditioning, but there was nowhere to go. There was no the artist section was outdoor, really good food, but not air conditioning. Oh wow! Right. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, somebody we know there actually, his daughter like passed out from exhaustion. Oh, I feel like I know who that yeah. is. I was just having an interview with that guy. What's his name? Uh, Brian, Brian uh, from Barebones. Yes, I think. Yeah, I his- think I was just that. Yeah, I think I was just having an interview with him, um, he, but his daughter passed out. Yeah, he 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 like he texted me and he's just like, yeah, my daughter passed out like three bands in. I was like, what? <laughs> like, really? How's yeah? That's awful. <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, yeah, really hot. That's, that's nice. warp tour vibes, baby. Warp yeah, tour vibes. Warp tour vibes. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Um, you are you're a huge Green Day fan. Uh, yeah. And this man. He's he's you're like directing a Green Day set. I'm not directing. Oh, I'm sorry. You're. I am. Uh, what do they call it? <laughs> no, no, no. I work at a school of rock, and right. we're doing a Green Day show. We're doing an American I Idiot show, oh. which is awesome. And I'm wow. lucky enough to where there's only two singers on the show, and I have both of them. So. Wow. Wait. What do you I, mean? There's only two singers on the show. Like uh, at School of Rock, it's like you have a bunch of students, and they're and they're all put together on on these shows. So, oh, um, it's like a so revolving. Like, I did a School of Rock thing, by the way. Yeah. Oh, did, did you? Oh, yeah, nice. I don't know if it's like the same. Probably not like the same thing. But I did. That was like my first time ever performing live. My mom put me in this like School of Rock thing. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's like it's a similar. We, we've talked about it a number of times. Yeah, yeah. So it's like 
there'll be uh, the the group for the Green Day show will have like three drummers and like six guitar Got players, it. and and so they'll revolve people around. What well, just so oh, happens okay. that the show only has two singers in in the group, oh. and. I happen to have both of them, which means that every Green Day song now has full-blown harmonies wow, throughout the amazing. whole thing, and they're both just singing the entire time because one of them is it has this amazing, raspy, rock and roll crazy voice, and this other one has this amazingly clean pop vocal, mm -hmm. and so I get to like mix the two of them. That's awesome. Which has been super great, but it also uh, let me dive back into American Idiot, which like. So fucking good. Like every now and then, I, I I go back to it, but it's like I'll lose it for a little while because I I don't you know I'm not listening right. to full records that often. But like mm -hmm. going through it and like going back in and like listening to the songs and learning the parts for guitar players and relearning the vocals and stuff and just being like, God, damn, this is a good record. It's so good. It's now, so you, good. You got it's to see them so good. for the first time recently. I did, and I actually met them. Well, not Trey, but I met Mike and Billy before I ever saw them. I met them at a bar, at the bar at the Sunset Marquee on a random Wednesday night. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and I like went up to Billy and like got to tell him that like he is the reason I do music. Like it was like they like say don't meet your idols, but like my idol is the coolest fucking person right, and yeah. ever. Like it was so so fucking sick. And like we had an amazing night, and like the next day, Billy followed me on Instagram and said, "I checked out your music. Like I love your song, Junkie." And I was like, "That's awesome. That's amazing. Is this, like right happening? Is this real happening? right now? Is it happening?" Um, but yeah, so then I saw I saw them at Lollapalooza because I played Lollapalooza also, mm -hmm. which we talked about that night. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I I saw I saw them, and I got like a a wave from the stage actually. <laughs> So not only did you see Green Day, but you Green Day saw me, yeah. shared a stage with Green Day. Yeah, well, they were on the main stage. I was on that the BMI stage. That does not matter. I know. Well, I told everyone. <laughs> when I you're making your press kit, yeah, goddamn no, right. Said, yeah. I said I opened for Green Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't don't get me wrong. I did say that. Um, but yeah, no, I got to see them, um, and that was that was really fucking sick. Yeah, you want uh, uh, the first time I saw Green Day, Insomniac tour. Oh, That's cool. Yeah, still my favorite record by there. I still have never seen Green Day live. What? I know it's stupid because what? I absolutely love them. Yeah, you. Yeah. Well, I'm sh they're gonna sell tour again. But where? Wait, yeah. where are you guys from? Where are you? We're, right now? we're in New York. We're in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen them. I've seen them in a like a little bit bigger than a like a like a uh, Hammerstein. I think it was. I think it was like Star, uh, a Hammerstein. So like, that's amazing. Was that two thousand? Like a House of Blues yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's probably like a two thousand cap, two twenty five hundred something like that. That's so cool. That that's awesome. and then the after that, I had to see them at fucking Giant Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> With Jimmy Eat World, it, it, that was badass. Oh, that's, oh that's and against great. me. Oh yeah, that, that was, was a sick, sick show. That was a sick stadium show. Yeah. That's yeah. like, but yeah, the the intimate is like way better. I actually saw them because I was at Rob Cavallo, like the producer of American Idiot's mm -hmm. birthday party in March. Funny story. So when I fell and like split my face open and broke my jaw and everything, it was in Toronto, hence the snow and everything. <laughs> um, but I live in LA most of the time, and 
Rob's birthday was like a week later and I knew that I was going to see, like he told me like, oh, Green Day's coming. Like, and I was like, cause he knows I'm such a big fan. And I was like, fucking can't wait for this night. Like, can't wait to chill with my boys again. <laughs> and um, after I fell, I'm like, literally like, I can't talk. Like I'm like this, I have like this huge, like fucking like scab. My mom's like, you're not going back to LA. Like, I hope you know, like you're healing in Toronto. I'm like, if you think I'm missing <laughs> the opportunity to like hang out with Green Day again, like you're just so wrong. And my mom's like, Lauren, you look like shit. Are you sure you want to go? I'm like, I, I'm not trying to date them. Like they're just like my best. <laughs> like I don't care that I look like shit. Ended up going to the party, whatever. But so it was this like, I forget what venue it was, but probably 200 people. And um, they were supposed to do Green Day songs. And when I saw Billy, he was like, yeah, Trey has fucking COVID. So we're just going to do covers. And I was like, oh my God, please God do a Green Day song. And so they just did all covers. But then mm -hmm. the last song, Billy's like, okay, here's Basket Case. And I tell myself in my delusion that he did it for me. Uh, <laughs> he, he knew. He definitely did he it knew. for you. Well, because I did ask. I was like, please do a Green Day song. Yeah, he's like, like this, this girl that can't even open her mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, I feel so bad. Oh God. She's um, in such pain. Like, mom's love in Toronto. Or yeah. basket case from Billy Joe. What's more healing? Basket yeah, case obviously sure. basket yeah, case. Absolutely. So yeah, I saw that. I saw it was like Trey wasn't there, but I found Mike and Billy do basket case for like in this like very intimate birthday party, and I think that was like one of the coolest fucking things. That's pretty incredible. That is yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. That's that's, awesome. that's one of those moments where you got to look around and just be like, "This is my life. This is my yeah, life." Yeah, I'm like, how am I here? I have I have put myself here. Yeah. Yeah. I was Which like, oh awesome. God, young Lola would fucking herself yeah <laughs> when you did it like you you fucking like did it yourself too you know what i mean like nobody ushered you up yeah that you know what that, i mean which, like, is, which is really cool like sometimes i feel like a pathetic loser that it's like going nowhere in life <laughs> but then other times <laughs> but then other times i like talk to myself and i'm like if you knew that like one day you would like perform i'm just a kid with simple plan and like billy Joe armstrong would tell you that he liked one of your songs and like you would get to do all these things like this is like everything i ever like wanted you know so then other times i'm like i have to be i have to try to remember like the wins because i think it's like really hard as artists especially now with social media like comparing yourself you obviously always compare to just like everyone oh, above shit. you um, so i try to remember i try to like remind myself of these like crazy things that have happened to me and how truly crazy they really are and try to just like stay grounded because otherwise sometimes i get into a dip a deep pit of despair well just i mean now at this it's... point you're like and, and i've told this to you before too like you're immortal right like yeah. you're Which a fucking really vampire cool, yeah. you crack the code you have music out that's gonna outlive you you have so weird to think about you have things that you've created that will affect people long after you are done so yeah everything from this point is just like the ride because you've already made a mark you know and yeah that's that's, that's like the cool thing is that you're like oh fuck all right yeah everything is just a cool experience now or uh, maybe it's a shitty experience but it's 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 past already me making sure that uh i matter and i made the world a better place because i did something in it right yeah. and i affected lives and i 
met these people and I had this good experience and I had that good experience. Like none of that can ever be taken away from you. So that's, Thank that's, you. that's, that's the true. shit right there. You know, mm -hmm. that is some shit right there. Yeah. So that's before, our bacon. That is our bacon, man. <laughs> that is right our bacon. There. All right. So before we head out here, uh, we got to ask you again, because sometimes it changes. Yeah. So, yeah. so after talking at, at the end of seven questions, you said, what we asked what's your bacon music and walks walks which are both amazing things yeah, yeah that are yeah. definitely bacon but after talking a little bit and and getting you know getting a little looser here yeah is that still your same is, is what's your bacon still maybe it's musical theater karaoke when my parents it are could, out. Yeah. <laughs> it could be musical theater karaoke when your parents are gone. Yeah. That fucking counts. That does yeah. count. Yeah. It fucking counts. That does make me very happy. I'm not Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Lolo, thank you so much for spending so much time with us. Uh, of course. Really cool. Thank you for having have... me. I'm actually super excited to drop this because we have, like, <clears throat> some of our patrons over at Patreon. Uh, are actually big fans of you yes no way <laughs> oh yeah yeah absolutely we, yeah actually and, and shout out to uh our buddy dj mm -hmm. from the hard rock lunchbox he's got a uh thursday from noon to two on uh com. uh they play debbie downer quite a bit yes no way. it's one of his yeah. go-to's well, on there i go -tos. tell him i love him absolutely i will absolutely. tell him i'll text him Next, no. Yeah, that's the first. That's the first way that I heard your music was no was way. through was through his show. Yeah, it was no, his it was name. Through so what? First, no, I did. We were. I didn't hear her play. Oh, she didn't play. That's right. <laughs> I didn't hear her play. So what? I was in the room with you. So, yeah, but uh, yeah, dude. Thank you so much for joining us. But of before we head out, please let everybody know where they can find everything going on with you. Yes. Uh, you can find me on any streaming platform, Lolo, except with the slashes and my O's. <laughs> And at Lolo on Instagram, at Lolo Pop Girl on Twitter and TikTok. Thanks. We're going to have links for everything in the description. Um, check out the music. Check out the videos, like we said before. They're really good. Um, we great. like. Thank you. I planned on talking about the videos, but we go off on tangents on this show and, and just talk about fun stuff. Uh, but see, now you know, now you know Lolo a little bit more. Yeah. And you know you want to you want to listen to the songs because you know where they came from and you know what they're about. Um, well, not what they're about, but what they're going to be about for you. Yeah, that's yeah. what it's that's what it's all. I love to see it. That's what oh, it's yeah. all about. And you know what else it's about? What? It's about always asking yourself. Mm -hmm. One super every important question. single day when you wake up and you get up and you're like, ah, fuck, another one of these. They keep making these. <laughs> <laughs> you go, what is it? What is it that makes your life a little bit better? What is it makes it a little easier to get through the day? What is it that is your joy? What is your escape? What is your thing that brings a little bit of goodness into your day? Mm. What's your bacon? And there she was. Just a walking down the street? Lolo. Do a diddy. Do you dumb diddy do. I feel like a dumb diddy do. <laughs> what makes you feel like a dumb diddy do? I don't. I don't know. But I just as soon as as soon as that was coming out, I was like, you know what? I relate. I feel like a dumb diddy do right now. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm Actually, tired. It's been a long. It's been a long. Yeah. 
Long few days. Few days. Uh, yeah. So for those of you who, who you know, a little peek behind the curtain here, this is actually the Tuesday after our trek from Cleveland. Yeah. Which was like an impromptu, hey, hey, bud, we're going to drive eight hours instead of fly first yeah. class. Our flight, our first class flight got canceled. Yeah. And there's no other flights. Eight and a half hour drive. Womp womp. <laughs> so, uh, Which wasn't bad. It wasn't no, bad. No, 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 no. It wasn't bad, it wasn't bad at all. No. But uh, yeah, we, uh, we're here. We're here because we got to do it. We got to yeah. do this stuff. We got to be here for the people. We're a show for the people, by the people. Well, it's by us. But well, yeah, for the people, by us people. Yeah, but a couple it was of dumb awesome. dudes. It was, it, you know what? Actually, so some of Lolo's fans, they would call themselves dumb bitches. Yeah. Um. So maybe you're just a dumb bitch. I I'm definitely a dumb bitch. Maybe. Like her, she has a video where she's uh, got a lot of alphabet cereal. Yes, and it says it on the thing, which could be confused for soup. Not, not, not to, to her. her. Not to her. She was steadfast in her statement. Uh, but uh, yeah, she was a lot of fun to talk to. Really, yeah. really fucking cool. Super cool. Um, Super cool. Respect her a lot, man. She's she's doing it. She's doing she's doing her thing. That's what I was saying at the end. Like I, I was just like, man, like recognize, like you did this. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's it's something that's something you can get you you can definitely lose sight of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like For sure. You made yourself popular enough on a platform to open doors to other things and to really put yourself in positions to do the things that you want to do. Yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. That's that's so kick ass right there. For sure. Um so Yeah. Way to go. Way to go, Lola. Yeah. Uh and definitely check out her new song, Hot Girls in Hell. Yeah. Um that's a really cool song. It is a cool song. And uh hopefully Good video. Hopefully too. we get some album news. I mean official album. The hypothetical news. album. Yes. The, the maybe, possible possible concept album. Concept Maybe a thing. Maybe the concept is making a record. Perhaps. Maybe the concept is it being hypothetical. What if you did a concept record about a hypothetical record? Uh, is that like Inception level shit? I said Toronto, correct. Does the top... You did! That's some Inception level shit right that there. That is, that is. The so. top is still spinning on that one. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, to everybody, thank you so much for listening to our patrons over at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. Thank you. And I hope you're enjoying this show early and ad free. Yeah. Before anybody else listens to it. Absolutely. Um, of course, go to bacon is my podcast.com for news on all the latest episodes and also to save a little bit of money, right? For sure. For sure. Uh, you could save a little bit of money on some Awesome products from all of our sponsors, including drinkwildbills.com, growyourassoff.com, and of course, it's Fresh Ball Fall. Shave you, your nuts! How do you keep them fresh? Well, you shave them. Yeah. How do you continue to keep them fresh? Amen. Crop mops, baby. Crop yeah. mops. We. It, it's not a high ticket item, but you know what? These we live by. Dude, if I had to stop buying manscapes that like you you buy the 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 razor lasts for a long it's years forever, yeah. right like crop mops keep coming back yep yep 
So it's a good move, guys. Keep your balls shiny. Keep yeah. them clean. The body delicious. Too. Body wash is really the good. The body wash is very I'm good. I'm a fan of that. I'm also I, I like the beard um, conditioner. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm I'm all over the place with the beard. Yeah, lately, you're, so you're not there right now. I don't even know. But yeah, the beard, beard conditioner is top notch. It's great. It makes, it makes it nice and soft. It doesn't make it itchy. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so all that. Of course, you can also get some sweet swag. Mmm. Nice beanies, some some shirts. Over at the Bacon is My Fashion section. Stuff for your chest piece. Exactly. Wear it on your chest piece that you shaved with your Manscaped. Or if you don't use Manscaped, because you're a woman, well, you can use it downstairs. Yeah. But but you don't... Yeah, okay, well, you might, might have to shave your chest. Okay. Yeah, where are you going with this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to let you go. No, that's... Where, where, what's next? What's next? <laughs> What's next is we were just talking about how good you did with Toronto. Yeah, want yeah. want. See, everybody gets one. Shave the chest, one. ladies. <laughs> everybody gets just one. Uh, of course, of course, you can check out our music. Bacon is my passion. We've got a show coming up later this month. Oh, I gotta learn it those songs. Be great. Yeah, no, it's gonna I be. I gotta fun. learn those songs. Me too. Um, yeah, we got a show later later on this month, and hopefully some some EP movement. Yeah, coming forward. Yeah, we got to see what's going on there. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so Bacon's my passion is on Spotify and whatnot. Jimmy, what about you? Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Jimmy G's Shoes on all the socials. You can find my band Craven Strange at CravenStrange.net, where you can find everything that we are doing musically and show wise. Yeah. We got a couple things coming up and coming out as well. Um, what else, what else, what else? That's about it for me personally. How about you? Me personally, you can catch me at me, my own self, Mike, on all the socials. Um, that's where you can find any kind of personal things happening. Uh, you know, other things like, uh, you know, family things and trips and whatnot. Also, uh, I've got some, some paranormal things happening. And I'm going to take some pictures, and we're going to do a nice Instagram post soon. I'm excited. Soon. I'm excited. It'll be fun. We're supposed uh, to do a paranormal thing now. Right? Yeah, we're going to do a paranormal Which I'm thing. excited. We're going to do it. I'm excited. Yeah. And also, my band, Something Heavy, we got a new song coming soon. I'm sure we've put some posts out about it, so go to at Something Heavy Music on social media and find out a little bit more about Hurt. Yeah, you know what's great is that um, at any time when you listen to this, whether it's on time when it comes out or whether it's a month from now or whether it's a year from now, Something Heavy's probably got a song coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Also, real quick reminder, we are now a part of the Deluxe Edition podcast network. Yeah, we're in the den! In the den, baby! So go to Deluxe Edition Podcast Network, where you can find some awesome other podcasts like uh, Barrel Age Flicks, Hilf, History, yeah, I'd History, like to fuck. I'd like to fuck. Yeah. Uh, Deluxe we Edition. To that on that long drive. Yes, we did. Quite we, a few of those. I think we did, what, like four? Probably like four of those. Yeah. Those are awesome. Like I'm, a big, yeah, fan. I'm, a, I'm a big fan. Yeah. So definitely go to DeluxeEditionNetwork.com. Learn a little bit more. Keep those five-star reviews coming in. Mm. Like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Yeah. If you're not going to do any of the other things, like any purchasing, any money things, all we need is a review. Yeah. But it would be great if you bought a shirt. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think that's hey. it, right? Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being a part. Thank you to our patrons one more time. We appreciate you so very, very, very much. Don't forget to ask yourselves every single day, what is that thing that makes your life better? Mm-hmm. Makes your day better. Mm-hmm. Makes this hour better. Yeah. Makes the next 10 minutes better. What is it that adds a little something to your life that's flavorful? What's your bacon? World peace. Mm. This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. <laughs>